Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org, and my email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. I'd love to hear from you. In the last episode, we started a series on prayer plus Jesus' blood. We did the introduction to that series. Today, we're going to continue this discussion, and we're going to call this lesson, Prayer Plus Jesus' Blood Has Healing Power. One day, a a friend, uh, let's call him Randy, called me with a question. He was deliberating over a very important decision in his life. He had been praying about what route to take with this decision, but he was sort of getting mixed signals. Uh, It boiled down to discernment, and he was having trouble deciding what nudges were from God and which ones were from the enemy trying to lead him into deception. And really, this is the problem we all face at one time or another, right? We we pray for a job. uh, We get an interview. We put our resume in at multiple places. We continue to pray, and then we only get one job officer. One job officer, offer. <laughs> Could it be that this offer is from God, or is it possibly that the enemy is luring us somewhere we ought not to be? Uh, this happened to one friend of mine, and he accepted the position, uh, the only offer he had. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, he discovered that his new boss was an atheist, and he hated his new job that he had prayed for and decided he must have misinterpreted what God was saying and been gone in the wrong direction. And I said to him, maybe not. Maybe God put you there so this atheist would see how a Christian responds under difficult circumstances. Have you ever thought of that? It's possible, right? Well, this is the sort of thing Randy was trying to avoid. He wanted to be more certain his direction was coming from God, not from Satan. And off the top of my head, when he asked me about what to, how to pray about that, I spouted off and said, oh, you just need to pray like this, and told him exactly what to say. I didn't think anything of it. Two weeks later, Randy called me back and said, bro, that prayer changed my life. It's so cool how it put the discernment in God's court instead of mine. All I had to do was watch and see what God did, what happened. I said, wait a minute, what did you say? Uh, Then I need to pray that for myself. It worked for him. And I I said, well, I I just kind of gave you that off the top of my head. I need to pray that for myself. Now, in my life at this moment, I was facing a a health problem that had gone on for weeks and really needed resolution. My left leg, my calf, had begun to hurt severely, uh, even waking me up in the middle of the night, throbbing in pain. It came and went, and I couldn't clearly connect the pain to anything in particular that I was doing, not activity or not exercise or not even rest. It just hurt at random times for no apparent reason. I'd even been to the doctor. There was no discoloration. Nothing showed up on a CAT scan or an x-ray. I was waiting on a call back from my doctor about it because they were going to schedule an MRI. And that's when Randy called me back, very excited about how that prayer had helped him. So I decided to pray it for myself. It's a very simple prayer, but it really does put the discernment in God's court. Here's what you pray. Lord, is this what you want from me? Now, that may sound simple and strange, and it is quite short, but let me explain my thinking behind that simple prayer. If the pain in my leg is what God wants from me, then one of two things is happening. Either, number one, there's something I need to learn from the pain. I know David said in Psalm 119.71, 
my suffering was good for me, for it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Or number two, the enemy is attacking. So I'll be delayed from my God mission, or so I'll be distracted from my God mission, or so I'll give up and quit my God mission. Remember, there's only two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of light and kingdom of darkness. There's no gray angels. They're either on God's side or they're fallen angels on the enemy's side, on Satan's side. None of them are on the fence, so to speak. Ephesians 5 verse 8 says, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of the light. So I prayed that simple little prayer for myself, the one I gave to Randy. Lord, is this what you want for me? If it is, I accept it. I embrace it. I ask you to help me learn from it what you want me to learn so I don't have to repeat this crown. But if it isn't, then I bind any demons causing it in Jesus' name. And by his authority, I cast them into the pit and chains until judgment, like Jude, verse 9. I also command in Jesus' name that no similar demons be able to take their place and cause that pain again. Finally, Lord, I pray the blood of Jesus on my calf, on my leg, claiming the healing available because of the stripes Jesus took on his back on my behalf, Isaiah 53.3, in Jesus' name. Guess what? The pain stopped. There is power in the blood. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to practice praying the blood of Jesus on your pain. You might be surprised what happens. Maybe you could pray like this. Lord, is this pain I'm experiencing what you want from me? If so, I accept it. I embrace it. I ask you to help me to learn what you want me to learn from it. But if it's from the enemy, I bind it and cast it out in Jesus name. Amen. See you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to ask the uh, uh, or talk more about this prayer plus Jesus blood idea. And this will be Stephen's story next time. Let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.